What's wrong in each Yes. Talk about that lip sync. Can we talk about <laughs> that lip sync? You flipped over, Marsha. I just remember I had a moment. I was like, do I do it? And before like I could even complete the thought, I was already <laughs> over top of her. It was just, I'm going to say, my favorite lip sync of all time. Shut up. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It was phenomenal. Thank you. I feel like these Tic Tac lunches have consistently been, for those who've been watching the show for a couple of seasons, have consistently been the hint of what's going to happen in the finale, who's getting the you have a bright future ahead of you edit, who's getting the you're an absolute professional edit, and who's getting the what you do on that stage is magic, Anitra, what would winning this competition mean to you edit? And I... I think we saw four very distinct Tic Tac lunches, but I want to hone in on Anitra's because it was like, it, it has never felt more abundantly clear that Anitra's going to win season 15. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm here to hear the argument because I, I will say the Tic Tac lunch segments, they were the most heavily edited where I could hear things being put in when the camera wasn't on certain people. And I, because I heard so much of that, I just didn't trust anything that I was hearing. But to your point, maybe it is that they're manipulating things. I left Anitra's Tic Tac lunch being like, oh my God, did they add this in later? Asking about where did you learn how to Vogue? I feel like it's just like this huge troll. Oh my God, that was like, I like, that was so funny to me. Like, I just wanted Rue to like lean over and say, can, I, can we just have a conversation? I just want to have a conversation, Anitra. I just wanted to have a conversation. <laughs> but like when Anitra was like talking about, you know, I mostly learned from watching YouTube videos. I was oh. like, girl, 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 shh, 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 well, shh, don't, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but you know, what's interesting, the reason why I think that they added it in, not that they you know, refilmed it. Obviously they didn't do that, but that they, maybe that wasn't in there at first, but then they put it in because of all the, they didn't do that. But I just think it's so funny. Her brand really is this voguing thing. And yet that's like been the only drama Anitra has suffered, you know, is off the show with two ballroom kind of notorious and, and famous uh, figures. She's literally had zero conflicts this entire zero. season. You know, she and Sasha both have had kind of impeccable edits in terms mm. of everybody else. But obviously also everyone kind of bows to the to the toes of Sasha Colby. So, like, you're not going to start shit with her. And she's not going to start with shit with anybody else. So it's just not going to happen. Anitra, I feel like we've already gotten the you were born to do drag line, which is, is a, you know. Uh, with Anitra? In favor. Yes, we got okay. that a couple weeks ago when Rue told her that she was born to do drag. Uh, Ross and... said that about Mistress this episode, just so we're clear. Yeah, but Ross I'll said talk it. about Ross later. He's a fucking I'll, faggot, I... right? Yeah, <laughs> eat my, ass, eat my ass, faggot. Yeah, yeah. I have some thoughts. I mean, I love Ross, but I have some thoughts on Ross. <laughs> eat my uh, ass, faggot. Eat my ass, faggot. <laughs> I Wait, love pause. Bob the Drag Queen. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> 
the Bob the Drag Queen, because a couple Mary sent us that on Instagram, and I think we should acknowledge that as well. That was, oh my God. I just, that that video just is is pure endorphins. It's And, and it's so beautifully uh, sisterly. Like, yes. I, I love that, that Bob did that for Selena. I mean, yeah. the fact that that video exists now, it's fine. It, it it puts the it's like almost a hat on a hat. It like it just brings yes. it to a whole new perspective that like yes. Selena lost, then Selena got, got into her feelings at a uh-huh. looming party for that episode. Which are valid. And yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. which were valid. And then there was like the tweet she was forced to send yeah. that like Ross and I spoke and we're good now. And and then this is the next level, you know, is then Bob doing doing a lip sync of it in mm. right in front of uh, <laughs> Selena. Selena. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so Anitra, yeah. no drama uh, other Has than got... this this brand that RuPaul created for her the first episode. You better walk that fucking duck. Well, well I mean, Anitra so... created it and uh, RuPaul highlighted it. Yeah. And so to go back to this winner's edit thing, yeah, she's also the only one who has this like thing. And I feel like, you know, has a branded thing, has something that you know, lives in the show, something that will carry on after the show, something that will create merch, something that will just be like something that'll probably pop up in the finale. Um, So you think of other winners like Bob with purse first, you know what I mean? Like Mm. when you, when you have a thing, I feel like that's a good indicator that like, Oh, you're winning this competition. Well, there Um, is another contestant in the top four that has a thing. Do you know who it is? Is it mistress's eras? Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. The shit. She has the neck crack thing, right? You know, I don't. I don't think of that on the same level. I think everything that Sasha Colby has on this show is what she brought on this show. What she was before this show. It was the legend of Sasha Colby on Drag Race. Whereas in Nitra, it was like, you know, episode one. She's you know breaking boards and walking walking that fucking duck and so i i just think it's it's been a you know the only the only other queen who has a thing is obviously lucy who's let loose baby (laughs) let loose like and i think when we talk about things that will stick from this season i love that that's one of them Mm. well mm, yeah i don't know is it is it the brand that was created on the show that's gonna call the winner or is it rupaul calling one of the contestants who already had a brand before coming on the show, a spiritual leader. See some, I mean, listen, I would, I, I'm, a, I'm of the camp of, I think it would be really cool if, if Anitra won. And I think it'd be really cool if Sasha won and it both would make sense. I feel like Sasha to me kind of feel, it's like a Chad Michael situation or another one of these Queens who comes on who it's like, yes, ma'am. you came on with, yes, ma'am. You came on with a, with a, you know, with a reputation, you mm. came on with a legacy. Thank you for sharing your greatness on our show. It's adjacent to the professional edit. Interesting. With four wins. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. And she, I will also say, Sasha probably had one of the most impeccable runs on Drag Race. Like, uh, I wrote that down. She won the show, and now we're going to find out who won the finale. Yeah. And I think, you know, this week when RuPaul says to Anitra in the Tic Tac lunch that, like, you know, you on that stage, what we're, we're watching magic actually happen. And Michelle mm. saying that was her favorite lip sync ever. Mm. And, like, 
there's just a, a a different layer of queening out over a Nitra that feels that's true. story editing wise like oh yeah this would make a lot of sense they are queening out over her I feel like at a different level than Sasha Colby um, but Mary I, it it is my bias and you know what opinions are allowed to be had but I want Sasha to win. I it feels right for Sasha to win. I think she's so good. I really want her to be a winner. There's you know what? Let's play identity politics too. Cause I, I think it's worth kind of looking at that. Because all four of these people like are great and could definitely win. And it's just kind of like a toss-up at this point. But I the only one that I don't think like should win is Lux. We've you know, we've never had a big girl winner or a Latino winner, right? I don't think. On like a main season. No, and what? Yeah. Oh, I, was, I guess I hadn't even thought about that. I guess we haven't. Yeah. And we've never had a trans winner who came out as trans before the show began, because I know Willow is trans, but uh, came out before the show began. And also, Sasha's the oldest. Yeah. You know, the thing, I, I hear what you're saying. And I feel like, like there was a post on Reddit that was looking back at like the all of the winners of 2022 across all of the seasons, All-Stars, International, main U.S. seasons, and it was like, look how many white queens won in 2022. And we all look at this from this, like, you know, aerial you know, view down and like, okay, here's all the track records and here's the this and here's the that. And it's like these also, all these shows live in silos. You know, like what goes yeah. on in Drag Race France has nothing to do with what goes on in in you know, Canada. Spain or Canada mm -hmm. or whatever. And so it's kind of like, I, and so to me that just felt like, okay, sure. When you, when you put all the puzzle pieces together, you've created a story that I don't think is real except on this, it's not in real. this puzzle. Yeah. It's and not so real. I, I feel like, cause I mean, cause I feel like that just discounts like the drag race has been one of the most diverse shows on television. Oh, I mean, I'm only bringing this up because I'm like, I don't know how to pick. Let's see if we can pick this way. <laughs> yeah. I just, and so what I'm saying is like, to me, that felt like an extreme version of the identity politics, you know, and, and the old tried and true, you know, trope of like, it's time for a big girl to win. It's, mm. I, 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 I'm more on that, like, oh, but it's time for like the best queen to win each season. Like, that's all, you know? And I don't know. And, and I think the best queen is Sasha. Yeah. And I, I think track record performance wise, the competition itself, Sasha is like fucking Sharon. There is just no <laughs> questioning. She killed this season way more than Anitra did. Anitra fell in the bottom, you know? Anitra had to struggle through that lip sync yeah, she you know, was episode. Kinda, she was kind of disappeared midway through, right? Making room for all the other drama that was going on. And um, I don't know. Uh, I, did I think she should have won the musical episode? No. So, like, there is those you know discussions um not that i again like this isn't meant to take away anything of anitra's talent i think she is so fucking good and she definitely could and should win but the one that i want to win is sasha does that make sense i hope i'm not like poo-pooing anitra because i know people are obsessed with her and they all want her to win but i'm like yeah i'm still team sasha sorry <laughs> i don't think liking one person has to mean someone else no one nothing's 
These there days isn't a does. limited amount of love. Yes, but yeah, these but, days uh, it does mean that. And I just want to make it clear for our listeners. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I, if our listeners, our listeners are so smart. Our listeners are smarter than the average Redditor um, or Twitter listener, um, if they're listening. stupid. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it, but they are. Th- those people are. Um, <clears throat> so I think, I just think there is a narrative here in the reality TV side of things where it was like, when we think of underdogs who win, when we think of unlikely winners, when you mm, think of like the track. the goop yeah. of a season, like you think of, I don't know. I uh, I'm with you, I Barry. Really felt no, it, it, you know? it does. It. I mean, I felt it. Uh, you know, the past few episodes uh, that you know, and then even after that lip sync between Anitra and Sasha, I was like, oh, okay, are they setting up a rematch? And I think they definitely are. Yeah. Um, I There's all of these rumors flying about the finale right now. And w- one big one involves Anitra. Uh, you know, having nothing to say about, like, who does well or who wins. But I am i don't know. I just, I took pause at that. I know that they filmed four different endings or however many different endings. But, uh, so nobody really knows what happened. But I'm still like, huh, nobody's really talking about Sasha at the finale. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all I mean, I've, I've avoided. I've seen some posts on on Reddit, but I, what I've mostly seen is it's very cold in that theater. It's very cold. Oh, is that what it so, is? So yeah, okay. I guess to keep right. everything in place. Um, I mean, all this being said, I think while we're talking about the the Tic Tac lunches, like there is also, and I don't see this. I agree with you. I don't necessarily see Lux winning, but the extent to which RuPaul is in love. Oh no, with Lux, Lux. loves loves is just and I get why I I feel like Lux is I mean there's a part of me that's like Lux is also very studied and like knows mm-hmm. all the right answers oh, but yeah. like Lux also represents I think something that it, like almost like a younger version of RuPaul sometimes literally and looks that she wore 30 years ago um but I think that sort of like I'm going to be confident as a as a statement you know I'm going to live out loud purely because other people don't want me to. I feel like that stuff just like tickles Rue's taint, you know? And so like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's also that she, she's, you know, she's like, Oh, you in these outfits. And then Lux says any opportunity to be on the grand stage of the world, you want to look your best. And it's like, not only is that absolutely true, but like something that would make RuPaul very, very proud. Yeah, it, I mean it's it's reminiscent of that episode where she was wearing the old, uh, you mm, know, the RuPaul look, the yeah. old RuPaul look, and and RuPaul was like, if somebody told me back then that I'd be hosting a TV show, you know what I'd say? And Lux goes, yes, like she she gets the wavelength that Ru wants her to mm-hmm. be on. Um, and and you know that being said, when Rux is when Rux, I mean, there's the ultimate, you know. Uh, was that portmanteau? Uh, when Rue says you're a good kid, that also says like you got a bright future. See on All Stars, yeah, you know, right? You're a good kid. Yeah, yeah, she and she's she's a force. I gotta say, uh, the the she had a vision. Lux had a vision and a brand for herself for from start to finish. She had a vision that she was going to be in the finale. Right? She knew all of the things that she was going to wear. I I don't know. I think that's I, again to your point. Like it is very studied and it's badass. It. I mean, it's. I I think 
when I think of the way that RuPaul regards Lux, it reminds me, and of course there's other reminiscent moments this episode, but it reminds me a little bit of Tyra, you know, I feel. Oh, great call. Yes. Yes. Cause there was that Lux did that, uh, did the sleeping thing. She knew exactly what she she was doing. doing. Wait, what was the scene when RuPaul comes in? Tyra, Tyra, sweetie, sweetie. (laughs) Tyra, sweetie. Oh, it's that. I'm going to take a nap now. Okay. (laughs) Classic moment. Um, But there is, I think RuPaul really admired Tyra's chutzpah and and like the whole wedding dress moment and the veil Mm. moment. And she was like, oh, and do not forget, Mary, that Lux came out as her final look in a wedding gown, which is also the last look of any, you know, large runway uh, collection. Um, Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a lot there. There's a lot there. And and folks that know this podcast that have listened for a little while, like we are a Tyra Sanchez. Uh, we we, we recognize yes, apologists. Yeah. Yes, we recognize that she is or King Tyra James uh, was phenomenal on that season. Yeah, and it was not Ravens. Raven was. Uh, am I saying the wrong name? Is it Raven? Yes, Raven. It's Raven. Yeah, Raven was the bully. Right. Uh, And Tyra, Tyra fucking killed it. And yes, there were challenges that she should have gone home or been in the bottom at. But there was immunity back then. And you can't you can't you can't hate the player if the game is helping her out. She had the immunity idol. What do you want? Yeah, she had the immunity idol more than once. More than once. That's gameplay, honey. And yeah, I mean. Yeah, no, I. That so why was are you like, talking? What, yeah, yeah. So why are you talking? That was one of my favorite things about season two was realizing, no, Tyra so won yes. this season. She won. She won, and she deserved oh. it. And yeah. Lux, Lux, I don't think won this season. But no. uh, let me tell you, when they showed all of her runway looks, I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I was like, who was what? What recent finalist was like this? And it reminds me of Gigi Good's run, where it was just mm. like impeccable every single runway, thoughtful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she certainly learned something at that Cicely Tyson High School, which That's RuPaul right. loved saying Cicely Tyson High School. It is really kind of fun to say. Um, Cicely Tyson is. Um, I kept thinking of Cecily Strong. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Similar, but a little different. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Yes, there's a a lot to be had. We're kind of already jumping into this episode. I don't know if you want to, like, go back or keep this convo kind of fluid. Um, But I, yeah, I got to say, I called it, right? There was no way they were going to eliminate anybody. And mm-hmm. uh, like it would have been wild if they eliminated Mistress or Lux. I knew they weren't going to eliminate Anitra. Um, and there was, I mean, like, could you imagine if they eliminated Sasha at the very end? Like, that, I mean, yeah, God, I, I, there was enough news that happened this week. You know, I just would have been like, we need it, another yeah. indictment. <laughs> Bad luck. Not a good luck, sis. Yeah. You know, I, I, I will say that I... You know, because especially, you know, I watched these episodes twice. Of course, this week was a bit more of a burden given that Amazon, you know, the ultimate of first world problems. But I know a lot of people on Reddit are with me. I'm with you. It was really frustrating. I had to watch it on the the MTV app. It was so stupid. Girl, how many times did you have to see the commercial for the Libman Mop? I don't know. What I do on commercials is I, this is going to sound so 
hoity-toity, but I mute commercials. Oh, I, just, I did too. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then I walk away, and then I, you know, I'll rewind if I miss it after, you know, I walk away for about two minutes and do something else. Oh, no, it was this, like, Libman, like, spin and, spin and spray mop, you know, oh, mop God. it like it's hot. Oh, my God. Uh, it was their tagline. And then there was this no, other, and no. this is more of, a, like, it's a local commercial, but for Spectrum Internet, there was this god-awful commercial where, like, some all of somebody's appliances were screaming, and I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip my earlobes off. Now I kind of wish I had watched the commercials once. Oh my god, no! Oh I, my uh, god, I was, and yeah. oh, at one point, at one point, because there was like a commercial break, like fourteen seconds in, and then another one two minutes later, and the commercial break started, and you know it gives you like the time for how long the commercial is going to be, and it said ten minutes, and I swear <gasps> to God, I almost. Threw myself out the window like Sally in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, it wasn't 10 minutes. No, no, it wasn't. It ended up being two, but I don't know why it said 10. But I was just like, that's it. I'm just, I'm leaping out. I'm out of here, you know? <laughs> get out. Uh, good God, girl, get a grip. Um, yeah, I watched the episode. I had to conduct a concert oh, with Drag Race alum, Peppermint. Um which is how fabulous. refreshing. How refreshing. It was very refreshing. Yes, Peppermint. Um, sang three of her uh, original songs. It was very, very fun. Uh, but I came home. I had missed it, right? Uh, I think Untucked was on, and I was like, should I? And I was like, sure. So I watched uh, the last little bit of Untucked, and I was like, oh, great. They all made it. Duh. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. I didn't feel any sort of like FOMO. Uh, and I waited until the next day to watch it. And then, yes, to my just kind of horror, <laughs> it was not on Amazon. And I was like, God, what? Oh, I have to do this whole on the app thing. Yeah, and it just, everything took longer. So. Yeah, it was it was just so the the point being that the I watched this twice. This, both both were a terrible burden. But the first time, you know. We've, we've talked about this like watching it you know the, on Friday nights it's sometimes it's fun to just like go with the fantasy and just yes. turn off take off the all right Mary lens mm -hmm. take off the goggles take off the I've seen 8,000 seasons of this I just want to go for a ride and like there was a part of me that was like oh yeah mistress is going to get sent home this week oh yeah that's oh. Gonna, it's definitely going to happen and I and so it it, it like my brain I saw Lux I saw oh, Lux I could see Lux doing so well in the challenge. I was like, oh, I see that what they're setting up for Mistress. Oh, and so okay. it kind of made it a little more fun because I was like, not just waiting for the inevitable for the first time this season. Shantae, mm -hmm. you both stay. They were um, digging in that they were going to eliminate somebody. So that mm -hmm. was also a little dog whistle uh, that I was just like, oh, all of them are staying. Yeah. I promised myself I would have an elimination every episode. Like, that's not how TV seasons work, RuPaul. <laughs> but I love the fantasy. I really do. Uh, her, it was her love letter to eliminations. Oh, my God. We got, you know, I, the next bingo board will include love letter. Love somebody letter, write, yes. Somebody has a love letter because... Sasha there were a bunch us, this season, yes. Yeah, I guess, I guess there were, yeah. Um, I mean, none more than... What was the last season where like everybody had a fucking love letter? Oh Maybe. well, I'm gonna just type in love letter into my, into my notes app. Yeah, because uh, that'll bring up. Yeah, there was like Teacher every makeover. week. Over. Oh wait, love. Hold on, love. Love Connie. Love letter. Oh, yeah, love Connie. I love Connie. 
Um, um, yes, love letter to the creature of the Black Lagoon. Lucy did it. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. It's the love. I mean, it was like return to sender. <laughs> uh, the Drag Race Down Under. Uh, Hannah. Oh no, Queen mm-hmm. had a love letter to uh, so, uh, Samoa Tong. Uh-huh. Um, then Philippines. Uh, it's a love letter. Touring had a love letter. Um, yeah. Yep. In her contemporary dance. Uh, drag Race Down Under, uh, Minnie's love letter dress to past drag queens. Oh, very meaningful, Pamara. <laughs> oh, yes, very meaningful, Pamara. <laughs> uh, love letter to the fans uh, was Monet versus Jinx um, when she picks out the lipstick of Shay, Trinity, and Jinx. It's oh, uh, a love letter to the fans. <laughs> it's a love letter. Uh, oh, Shay- oh, Raja, the androgynous dance was a love letter to his family in Indonesia. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I I'm feel not like, even done, but keep going. I was going to say, I, my feeling is that Shea Coulee, All-Stars 5, was the first oh. time that kind of got brought into the show of like, because she did, it was a love letter to black women. And I feel like that was the first time it was like a commonly used mm-hmm. like expression on drag race. Yes, right. Love letter. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, credit to Shea Coulee, right? Like, what a beautiful concept to have you know, a dress or a, a look be a love letter of sorts. Wasn't there a queen who had like, who actually had love letters? Yes. It was like her grandma's love letters or something. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was Scarlet and it was Scarlet <laughs> Envy Adams. The one, one the, of the, the American one. Oh, one Scarlet of the Scar- Envy. Scarlet, Scarlet Envy. She had that. I think she wore that on all stars. It was <laughs> oh, letter. It was, and I think they sent her home in it. Yeah. yeah. So not enough stamps, you know, <laughs> Return to sender. Yeah, we uh, can't sender. read the zip code. Yeah, <laughs> I hardly know her. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh. Anyway. Um. Why did we start talking? <laughs> I don't know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Mary, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm just like, who is she? Who was she? Who does she hope to be? I feel like every few years I meet a new person in the mirror. I don't want to say anything, Mary, but I think you need thicker glasses. Well, I think it's just this ongoing, ever-evolving journey to understand who we are and dare say even why we are. I feel like there might be something that could help you on that journey. Do you mean? Oh, I do mean. We're here to talk about therapy. And I do love talking about therapy. Marys, if you're doing some similar self-discovery of your own and thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. So last week was the Makeovers episode, which I... Nor I love talking. I love the makeover episode. I always love talking about the makeover episode. I love what happens on the makeover episodes, and traditionally, these semifinal episodes are some of my least favorite because of not enough queens. And now that we got our petition signed and approved, too much time. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yes, exactly. This episode was way too long. It was way too long with the commercials and everything. Uh, you know, I will say just kind of reflecting on the week uh, aftermath of Lucy going home. I 
it is nice to kind of be validated in, in the opinion that Lucy's look was great. Like that makeover uh, yeah. was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do I want Lucy in this uh, final? F- I mean, could it have been a final five and then they eliminate Lucy? I think I would have loved that. I I definitely missed. I felt the the lack of Lucy this week. I think that that's what I was thinking about this. When you get to these like semifinal episodes, like season one, the tension remains right up to the end. Season uh-huh. two, the tension remains right yes. up to the end. Season three, it's more so that they're just all really tired by that point. And, mm. you know, with the money ball. Season four, with Sharon and, and Fifi, oh, tension yeah. up to end. Season That's five, right. with Jinx versus Rolanskatox. Oh, like, these early seasons maintained a tension right up to the end. Mm. And and then, I mean, it, I feel like, you know, season eight, for example, it's like once Derek left, it yep. was just RuPaul's best friend race, yep, you know? That's right. Um, that's right. And we've season had a lot. Season seven had tension. Season seven had tension. Um, season six. Mm, Bianca just brought tension in general. But once uh, Trinity left, it was there wasn't a lot of turmoil. There's a lot to be said for who is the queen who leaves that then the tension is dispelled. Like season nine, it was Nina, you know? Right. Uh, I mean, on season six, it was Darian was top four. And I feel like once Ben left. Yeah. There was no more. And Laganja. Well, Laganja, that was seven. But yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, Yeah. This season, Lucy, to be honest with you, I'm glad that that we didn't have to deal with any of that this episode, but it would have been nice if on the show there was a res- a real resolution between Lucy and mistress and Lux. It, it, that it just, it would have been nice, but I get why there wasn't Lucy goes home and she went home with a big stamp, right? Because she, you know, it was, it was one of those, we talked about that last week. We're not going to rehash it, but it was a good exit. Um, and this week, I don't know. Uh, there wasn't, there just wasn't enough content. They were talking about like first impressions. It, it very well could have just been a clip show. And and once they get to those like producer prompted, like, so what was your first impression of everybody? It's like, you could just can feel it. And it's just an interesting element of the show that like, when you, for lack of a better term, to just put a blanket statement on it, when you bring a villain to the end, you, it maintains a, a narrative. And like, Mistress is not a villain, you know, like RuPaul even points it out. It's like, yeah, you call people out, but you do it in like a fun way with a wink and wink a nod. And, a nudge. and yeah. with the other three in the room that are left, she doesn't call any of them out. They all have a nice relationship, you know? Yeah, they're all having a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. Uh, these episodes are, I, you know, you just hope for a really good product. And we'll, I guess we'll talk about the product in a second. Um, I, I, I'm glad we talked about Lux sleeping on the couch like Tyra Sanchez. I also wanted to call out that Lux quoted Valentina. This did not make sense with my fantasy. Oh, yes. No, I, <clears throat> I definitely heard that. Yeah, I was like, I know that quote. And we got another tapping on my ass from Sasha. We did, which I... I I'm happy to hear multiple uh, times. I yeah, love the visual that ass. comes in my head. Like I'm just picturing those two queens literally like tapping with pencils on her ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think of her as like this like mama goose, and they're these little like goslings who like she stops short and they all run into her, and she like taps them back. Like 
Tap it on my ass. Hold on, you know. Do what do you call that when somebody steps on the on your heel when you're walking? There's di- people have different names oh, for it. Oh, um, flat tire? Is that what it was? So I you say did- you're popping my tires. Yeah, I think it's you gave me a flat tire. I think that's oh, what I Oh, flat tire. Is. Okay. <clears throat> I say yeah. popping my tires and then I remember you. This is something you used to say like God, you would say it like in that like oh voice, but you you'd say like oh they're on my six. Oh yeah, they're on my six. I used to get really annoyed like on the sidewalk when someone was right on my ass. It's like oh god, they're just on tapping my six on right ass? now. Yeah. yeah, they were tapping on my ass. <laughs> yeah. You think there's maple syrup in there? Get the hell out of here. You know. I uh, the next segment I think is I mean well I don't know we could talk a little bit more about the Tic Tac lunches uh, I I just want to give credit where credit is due the Sasha Colby meet and greet season fifteen being referred to as the Sasha Colby meet and greet is a mistress line yes that's from the like I'm tired of being at the Sasha Colby meet and greet uh, you know and the who should go home moment yeah I love it I love yeah. that it's hers and I love that it's about Sasha Colby, Tasha Colby, ah, shit, shit. Da, da, da. Yeah. Um, I will say that I love, I love what Mistress has been bringing this season. I'll say this: I don't need to see the little giggle anymore. I'm kind of over it. Like the little <laughs> with the hand. I, I think it's gonna it drives be, me nuts. I think it's gonna drive you nuts probably five more times, and then you're gonna love it. Yeah, because I'm still like looking for the sign that says love it next left you know what i mean like i'm just like well i don't know where i'm going but i don't like it you know <laughs> got it okay well you're yeah. very it's not funny <laughs> it's not funny you know like thank you malaysia i didn't want to have to say it <laughs> <laughs> yes well i think that's funny <laughs> so, just yeah there. well i uh oh i can't even find the other oh no here we go this was not funny. <laughs> Thank you, RuPaul. I figured I'd go to the source. Yeah. <laughs> boots. All right. Exactly, Selena Boots. Where is Zach Efron? <laughs> uh, boots. <laughs> Zach Efron. Uh, so Sasha, uh, she has her Tic Tac lunch. You know, Mary, they're, they're talking like they're talking like they're best friends. I mean, this is the great lost What's the Tea episode. You know yes. what I mean? Like, that's what I wanted. It was like, give me a full 60 minutes. Give me a Squarespace ad. I want them you know? to talk about about moms. Uh, you know oh, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want them to talk about that. I want to talk about, uh, I don't want her to talk about the unaliving part. But, uh, I, you know, the. I feel like I can do anything. You can. You absolutely can. Um, I, I don't know. There's. I, I feel like RuPaul would exoticize Hawaii and have so many questions, you know, all of mm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you know, so how's the macaroni salad? You know, I feel like that's a, there's like some popular dish that has, has a side of macaroni salad. Um, <laughs> that's what I know about Hawaii. Um, Cause I have just mixed feelings on macaroni salad, you know? Oh, it's so funny that you're bringing this up. Cause this was a shower thought for me today. The, I, chicken salad, macaroni salad, anything that is called a salad and isn't a salad makes me very upset. And mm, I don't want to eat it. Like, if if the choice is between egg salad and death, like, death. see ya. Yeah. <laughs> anything that is called a salad but isn't a salad, I, I will not eat and I don't like. So, mm. I mean, obviously, like, if it's a pear salad, mm, delicious, right? Yeah. Ambrosia salad, not so much. Not so much. Great drag name. Great drag great, name. Great, great. Ambrosia salad, but uh, Ambrosia not salad. 
not not anything else like that. So I'm glad we're in accordance. This makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah. I've I've always had a problem with those, you know, with those salads. So um, I don't know how Sasha feels about them, but I I think like story editing wise, I feel like the story about her father. And, you know, hang himself. I mean, it was just like, oh, my God, you just <laughs> there was no beating around the bush on that story. He hung himself at 80. Um, I feel like the I mean, that was certainly heavy. But I also feel like we, we've we seen this queen who's been killing it all season, who has this incredible legacy pre drag race. And then to put this rapper on like everything I've done has just to been get just is just to be getting approval from my mother that I'm never going to get. Mm. And it like just it I thought it gave us. I think it gave us certain, I don't want to say a humanizing moment for Sasha because she's been so like down to earth and like, you know, uh, likable the whole season. But I think it gave a relatability to someone who seems superhuman in their talents. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, I do remember that first episode in Untucked when she's explaining zombie and she's explaining what she does whenever she does things. Uh, this was kind of a callback to that, right? That she's she's working shit out with her drag, mm-hmm. very much so. And and here is more of an explanation. I just wanted to call out the edit for Sasha here. She's talking. She's like, oh, you know, I won two challenges in a row. And then I'm like, oh, no. And then they edit in her saying, the girls are going to hate me. Oh, and then I they heard cut that. back to her. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, not that... natural. Not what she said there. Yeah. That's interesting. Um I mean, like, why yeah. did they edit that in? You know, right? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, when that TikTok lunch, TikTok, when that TikTok lunch ended, the TikTok lunch would have been with the twins. When the TikTok lunch ended, I felt I just kind of got a little bit of that feeling with like when when Rose when you know last season where it was like mm. was that last season two seasons ago two um, seasons ago I don't when know they were if like, I, all right uh, you know? I don't know if I totally agree. You're incredible, you know, keep doing this great, perfect job you're doing. I think that they, um, I think that they actually have reverence for her. I do. It, I guess we shall see, but I, it just felt, it, it felt like a shade of the professional, um, the, the dreaded professional edit, but mm. then we talked about A shade of it, it, I can agree with, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about Anitra's uh, Tic Tac lunch. Um, right, and how she's, she learned ballroom with her sister Salem. <laughs> yeah, my sister Can't make Salem. This shit up. Yeah, I oh, learned ballroom. God. We just started whacking in the dressing room. Yeah, watching videos on YouTube. Oh my god! <laughs> and I thought, oh man, ugh, like, don't don't let them know. I mean, again, I don't care. I mean, it's just more of the like, there this lens all season of like, well, do you have a background in ballroom culture? It's like, well, I have a lot of favorited videos in my YouTube account. Does that <laughs> does that count? I just I love how you know. Uh, it's okay for drag queens to learn the art of drag on the internet, right? Um, but mm-hmm. they can't, you know, on YouTube videos, tutorials, but they can't do the same with, you know, with ballroom. I mean, I do get it, but what I do picture is Aja acting like Regina George in her bedroom, uh, screaming, throwing things um, mm, yeah. after, after, <laughs> after watching this segment. That's what I love. I, it's the first person I thought of, whether she likes it or not. But it's like, I, I know that I she's care. now like, ugh, I'm tired of everyone. It's like, well, you started it. Yeah, girl. You started this, and you're not dumb. She you loves know, it. Yeah, yeah she's not dumb. You, you're not dumb. Yeah. Um, she's branded herself here. 
Yeah, we're talking about her, you yeah. know? I wasn't talking about her before, you know? Nobody was. <sighs> Did she lose the Q&A portion? I mean, I haven't talked about her since that <laughs> joke, you know? Uh, well, Mistress comes up wearing her Beetlejuice shirt, which I just love. Um, oh, yeah. Reffing kids soccer on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. Who's got the orange slices? This is handing out red cards, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Brooks, Mrs. Brooks. <laughs> oh, Isabel. Um, yeah. yeah, we get the fabulous quote of, uh, you know, if you're going to be a bitch, be a bitch. So we call that an undercover cunt. Um, you know, yeah, that, that's I mean, very sweet. I think I think RuPaul and the producers, they they want a villain on the show and then they're going to do their best to protect the villain. Right. And and teach the villain kind of how to how to vill. And th- there's a, a, I don't know. There was this like gloss on Mistress this episode for just to kind of explain it. It's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. And I feel like it's that we've talked about that since episode one is like Correct. mistress is not a bully. Like this is it's everything RuPaul said. It's a wink and a nudge. Like yeah. you always know that she's she's just doing like, you know, Jesus. why is she standing up? Lucy? <laughs> it's such a joke, yeah. you know, it, it's a little different than the way Lux delivered, you know, the news and untucked of like, yeah, you know, this I, I, your generic drag, right? Like. Mm-hmm. There is something uh, it just that hits, I think, a little bit different than what Mistress is doing. I, and, you know, I remember we were kind of comparing the bullying styles of Irene and Mistress. And I feel like Irene didn't really know how to do it as well. It, I remember like feeling like, oh, she's 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 coming in, bringing that like dressing room energy yeah, too hot. And it doesn't seem like everyone else is ready for that. But mistress came in and was like, no, 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 we're definitely doing dressing room energy. here. <laughs> this is my dressing room energy era. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her era. Uh, um, yeah. No mistress. Mistress uh, is not going to win this competition. Although I fucking would love it. And I, it, it just needs yeah. to be said. I would love for a villain to win. I, I like kind of like how I wanted Candy Muse to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, listen, reality TV side, Mistress gave me the most all season. She has been truly the commentator. Like she has brought the most kind of like refreshing energy. I have yes. enjoyed she's still my Mistress pizza queen. all season. She's still my pizza queen. Yeah. 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 She's she has been such a joy. I, I can only imagine how Lucy felt at her viewing party in Connecticut when she heard RuPaul call her an undercover cunt. Mm. I feel like there as much as there may be some like protecting of mistress or like making sure to show that mistress is just like cutting up and kikiing. I love that there is a little bit of an undecided like, yeah, well, that one's a bit of an undercover cunt, isn't she? Like, I love when you can tell that RuPaul's like, ugh, that one. You know? Uh, I know. I do, I, I do love that, too. Because uh, there is a Lagandria quality to Lucy. I will say, mm-hmm. I, I last week I was talking about, you know, the generic drag queens and whatnot and how most people on this season are kind of generic in their own way and also unique. Lucy, I feel like, is unique because of her comedy. But I do see uh, Naomi Smalls' point. I got to catch up. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you just kind of cover up the head, sure, I see it. But I would say the same about Lux. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's the the ironic part is I would have the exact same critique of both of them if I was critiquing that, you know? Yeah. I mean, Lux Um, is a, a brilliant fashion queen. And so is Naomi Smalls. 
Right, and and Lux has quoted every other queen <laughs> this season, and yeah, and if your brand is quoting others or your brand is you know making references, I love that. I love that. Uh, I think you know that's really that's really great, and y- you know it just feels a little. Yeah, it it I think uh I love a reference queen, but I think the thing about like making references about it's it's like less is sometimes more mm. and like making the right kind of references versus everything being like a talking Tina doll you pulled the string, she said something from season 8. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think there's a difference. Uh so I mean that being said, you know, I'm glad I, I did I did kind of appreciate Lux through Rue's lens in the Tic Tac lunch. I appreciated the kind yeah. of like recognition of what she's doing here. So um so yeah, she's a good kid and no doubt she will be on kid. all stars. Yeah. You know. I think the reason we never really warmed up to Lux is I I get this kind of like cold feeling. In a way, I, we they they not they haven't shown her being warm. Yeah, I mean, with Miss Reyes last week, it was like, oh come on, like you're this is such a like a softball, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Lux. that's why we're not like totally Team Lux. That's that's all. There's something about Lux's delivery, her voice, that reminds me of that generic TikTok voice that, like, that, 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 I don't know what that is. That the, computer and, 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 Yeah. And that one? Um, oh, I don't, I don't. Watch my dog. Watch me make grilled cheese, you know? Oh, uh, I see. Oh, okay. I see. I, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Um, the, yes. There's something yeah. a little, uh, but whatever she's you know you know what's interesting about lux is lux is the girl in the room that i would want her approval sure i would absolutely. want her on my side so that we were friends you yeah know? i i feel like i mean of of certainly i mean I, I just think about how much i would gravitate to sasha also as like the only girl Same. in the room yeah i feel like oh thank god like i kept thinking watching this on friday i was like you know if i was on this show i feel like i might struggle with some of the like some of the cis boys in the room because i don't know how to talk to boys sometimes but mm. if i knew there was a girl in the room i'd be like okay thank god i just needed someone i knew i could feel comfortable around you know yeah, and then she'd badmouth you behind your back. Never. <laughs> Sasha would be my best little friend. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Miguel Serrate, what I love about Miguel Serrate's brand is that it, it's there, there, there's no real brand except that he's the choreographer. Does that make sense? I like Yeah. That. I, you know, I feel like we've often talked about our, like, sort of complicated relationships with the choreographers on Drag Race. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, in terms of, like, um, what's his name? Jamal Sims, I'm, I feel very codependent about. And Who's uh, the Philippines guy that would yell at us, Doug? Oh, Mr. Douglas. Oh, Sir I, Douglas. I used to... Sir Doug, I, I, I was terrified of him. Miguel, I have kind of like a, I just kind of want to, I, I, I just, I just get like, it. I just want to see it. I just want you to put your, your ankles behind your head and I just want to see it. You know what I mean? It. Like, that's what it comes down to. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me see it. Um, and that's great. Good for him. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there were a couple of iconic moments during this choreography section, which, you know, is pretty rare. Um, the the first one that I think is just visual and also why I just really want her to win is Sasha Colby looking like my, Barbarella. Yeah. My, my first note was the barbed wire. Uh, yeah. Homage. Not Barbarella, barbed wire. Yeah. yeah. It was, 
uncanny. It was gorgeous. It was amazing. And then the editors like called it out by having the contestants call it out where Anitra was talking with Lux about how hot Sasha is. I, Mary, that's it. That's it for me. Like that yeah, moment. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, she, I mean, I, I knew going into this, the way that she looked, I was like, uh, there's she no looked incredible way. all episode. There was never, you know what I mean? Like every look that she had was fucking phenomenal. I can't say that about every girl. Including her workroom dress. I love Correct. that little, I, I love that little workroom dress. If she wants to be a kindergartner, kindergarten teacher in that dress, I <sighs> would, I would get in the reading circle in a second. You know, and, and it's interesting because you look at somebody like Lux, who I'm just like, damn, you look good ev- also everywhere. Yeah, but it's it's not without effort. Does that make sense? Like you can tell that she's doing something, which is great. But with Sasha, it's just kind of like, ugh, you had this too. Ugh, you're just gonna wear this. Ugh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm so you- team Sasha. And then you brought that. I mean, it's yeah. It, season after season, what you wear in the workroom really matters. And uh, yes, yeah. And I, I just need to mention that as well. That even even out of drag, um, yeah, Sasha. I did not see a moment where it was going to be like, oh man, we all know she's going to do well. What shade rattle? Ooh. She's not doing well. Like that was never going to happen. You know? Sure. Well, I. She also is the one that quoted Stucker Channing. I did want to say she brought Stocker Channing into the conversation, and I feel like that happened once before. On because I rem- I remember, I feel like I remember it happening once before. But it, it, if we don't make these references, we lose these references. So I appreciate oldest queen in the room making a Stocker Channing reference. I mean, ugh. yeah, uh, yeah. I have nothing else to say really about this uh, non-social justice corner. Oh, I, I just have a couple little uh, notesies. I do want to note, just going back to the filming and the rehearsal itself, I just, I love to pick, I I just feel like I know Michelle. I just know Michelle. I, I can read that woman, and I love her. And I could tell how happy she was that she was right about where Lux's nail was. Oh. She was so, so pleased with- It's a yeah. mom, like, instinct. Like, oh, I know She was so is. pleased with herself. Oh, I was right. Shirt? Checking your, there it was. Checking your outfit. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. She loved that. Uh, <laughs> and she also gave Mistress this like proud smile once Mistress like pushed through her doubt. Mm. And like, <laughs> I just, I feel like I could not list any others but the proud smiles of Drag Race. Like, oh, love, sure. You know, the, the juror in My Cousin Vinny. Yes. Yes. Who's giving the, the juror smile on Drag Race? Yeah. Yes. The, hmm. Oh, I guess my other question, though, was uh, what are your thoughts on the Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson scream video? I feel like that comes at a very pivotal point in our childhoods in the 90s. Yeah, um, I, I it was definitely an iconic thing. It's definitely something that uh, we all watched. The song I remember being I was like, oh, this is different why are they screaming and you know you you didn't really understand at the time uh and then you know you had to be told later by your sibling why they were screaming um janet deserves so much better than than how the media kind of took her for a ride uh i i I can't stress that enough uh when they were just recognizing janet i was snapping my fingers um yeah 
uh, yeah. scream, scream video aside, Janet is so fucking talented, and I'm I'm sick of this Janet slander. You mean my feelings on Together Again? <clears throat> I'm ready to move on whenever you are. Okay. Uh, I love the scream video that I remember. I remember, yeah, not understanding it. And I feel like seeing it, I was already aware of like all of, you know, what was in the news about Michael Jackson. So there was Mm -hmm. also like a a thing around it that I didn't understand either. But Mm -hmm. those moments in the video where they are dancing together, that choreography is, it's stupid. It's just so incredible what they're doing. Um, And I just, I, and it's a great song. So uh anyway uh yes it is certainly uh, a lot more than i feel about together again so let's bring it to the runway to the run 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 runway uh yeah yeah i I, okay so I, i guess rupaul referenced flash gordon before i don't really remember but i did finally look it up the Ming the Merciless. I was like, okay, I kind of see it. Um, I, I thought this, I, again, all four of them looked great. They all looked fucking phenomenal. And I think you can appreciate them each when you consider just their storylines. When you compare them, none of them really kind of stand out to me. Does that make sense? I believe a wise woman once said, Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Lovely gowns, yes. I thought she said beautiful gowns. She does, and she also calls them lovely. Well, I thought they were beautiful. And I I just saw beautiful, very beautiful gowns. Mm-hmm. Um, I think who stood out to me the most on the runway was actually the judges panel. Now, here's a reference. Ross Matthews is giving Joan Crawford in Johnny Guitar. I stand, you could Google it right now, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Have you ever seen Johnny Guitar? Oh, Mary. <gasps> I love Johnny Guitar. Oh, my God. Mary's listening. Mercedes McCambridge, the ultimate lesbian villain, Johnny Guitar. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, with the yellow and the red tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just that movie is, oh, we could totally do an episode on Johnny Guitar. It's incredible. Well, Ross, you know, clearly doesn't know anything about fashion. Because, you know, he can eat my ass, faggot. Yeah, he's got those sparkle vests. Yeah, yeah he's got um, ass all over his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a little as titties as well, yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. The the They all looked great, you know? And, and that... Never have I really watched one of these kind of semifinal episodes and been like, ooh. Like, it just doesn't... That doesn't happen. Yeah, I guess so, right? Like, I, I, I'd have to go back and look. Like, oh, when, once we get down to the, you know, the top four or whatever, has there ever been like a real dud? You know, I just, it's just, it's rare. Um, Anitra, yeah, she looked, she looked clean. She looked great. The blue spikes, everything, you know. Um, I don't know. If I were to, if I were to say which of the four didn't impress me as much. Oh God! People love her, so I always get weird when I want to say something kind of like critique. But Nitra's is the one that I would say was fourth for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I like appreciated that she made it, and it was probably like a ton of effort, and it was very intricate. But like, I also think in general, like this kind of drag does not excite me 
the way other looks might, the way like a, a weird crystal method look might excite me or a Sasha sure. Valor look. So there's also that of like, I can appreciate this is some high fucking drag, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't, it doesn't get the blood flowing in all the places, you know, like it's just like, oh yeah, that's beautiful. You know, I can, I can recognize that it is gorgeous and wonderfully made. Um, Lux's look, uh, again, like gorgeous. I love that it, it was a wedding dress. I don't know if she was referencing Tyra or not, but she's certainly like the last gown in a fashion collection is that, you know, is a, is a wedding dress. So it's just like, okay, make it work. Um, but I, I was distracted by the wig line. Yeah, I I did keep looking at that more than I looked at anything else. It th- there was something about it that I, I wasn't. I don't know if I was. I don't. I don't think I got it. I was like, that's not your scalp under there. That's what yeah. I was kind of uh, saying to myself. Sasha, you know, I I mean, it's pageant drag, right? Which is not a bad thing. It's absolutely impeccable, and I think I loved the neck up. The most, just with the mm-hmm. orchids and everything. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, it was stunning, stunning. Just like Anitra's was stunning. It was, it was gorgeous. Um, the one that I feel like, if I had seen this episode out at a bar, I feel like would have gotten a huge reaction was Mistress. And for me, she mm. won this runway. Yeah, I, I think what made it stand out was everyone had you know beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns, but she had there was like a. There was the added twist of like, oh, and all the leopard spots are beads. It's not yes. print. Like there was like a there was a thing. It was like, oh, oh, well now I'm looking at it differently. You know, I ju- I just have never seen anything like this before, and maybe that's because I haven't seen enough drag, which I'll recognize. But I thought this was fabulous. I also love the detail, Mary, that she wore this gown for a national pageant before, and the mm. reason I think that that is notable is that, you know, you don't have to. Uh, commission or make something new for every single look that you have on Drag Race. I kind of love the resourcefulness there. She's like, now nah, I already have something really fabulous that I'm going to wear on an international stage. Well, and it gave it a story too, right? Mm-hmm. So like, then we're also wa- we're also watching this runway, also thinking, oh wow, you were in a competition with this. Like, it's it just gave it a little more, a little more texture, a little more nuance, you know? Yeah. Um. So uh, I I think. Video-wise, we'd be remiss to not point out, because a lot of Mary's, uh, knowing our love for Jocelyn Fox, uh-huh. recognized the ship was named the Ruzy Q. Yes. So that, it just it's the acknowledgement that's, that I, I just, I love the idea that RuPaul, and I know RuPaul has nothing to do with the ship being called the Ruzy Q. She was barely in the video. I understand that. I just, I like the fantasy world that RuPaul remembers Jocelyn Fox. Mm. Keep it foxy. I love uh, the quote in space. No one can hear you, bitch. Um, Because, you know, it's supposed to be no one can hear you scream. Yeah. Uh, I just recognize that, you know, before we kind of break down the performances, I just want to note one of my problems usually with these Rumix tracks is that the verses don't have anything to do with the song. And it's always the same, like, I'm a fierce ass bitch. I'm Joey J. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's always that brand of drag race. And while I liked two out of the four a lot um, for this, I will say the brand of them had nothing really to do with the song. No, it it really is like insert your like Mm -hmm. 
you know, insert your generic, like, it's time for me to win. I'm going to take that crown yeah. track here. I'm so fabulous. Yeah. Instead of talking about blaming it on the edit, you know, or, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just think that would have been cool if they all wrote verses that had to do with the subject of the song. You know, it, it really is a shame that, like, I mean... I other than let's be real, I'm I'm a gay ass bitch. I'm Joey like that. That is that has stuck. God bless Joey J. That has stuck. Um, but like those those verses, it's really. I feel my name like, is Jocelyn and I'm the fox. That also. I mean, sticks. you know, yeah, I'm Jocelyn and I'm the fox. I mean, of course, that sticks. It's right in my heart. But it's like <laughs> nothing sticks the way like a read you wrote you does. You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, that's I'm true. Roxy Andrews, and I'm here to make it clear. I I just like nobody is here to make it clear anymore. D to the e, D to the E to the T to the toe to the hold it X. Did, right? did you see Mistress post? I did. I, did, I did see that. Brilliant. <laughs> because that moment, the the Mistress X moment in the video, I was like, I know it'd be mean if I pointed it out, but then when Mistress pointed it out, I was like, okay, we can all talk about this because this is yes. This is just so funny. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Um, yeah, you know, the, the other line that comes to mind, and that's only because uh, she's my favorite drag race uh, contestant, um, but it's check it. Just take a second to see how this goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Trinity yeah. Trinity no. so, Yeah, yeah. Uh, down, big down girl walking. But you know what? I think that we... I think that we know that one because we've probably watched season six between us probably over 300 times or at least that episode. So yeah, we've, we've done two separate episodes itself on that episode. Yeah. We love that episode. Yeah. 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 That was, you know, one of our first, I think maybe episode three or four, we (laughs) talked just about the rap challenge. So if anyone wants to go back to the early potato days of Art Mary. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) uh, You can hear us. We, we have been consistent on this since 2016. Yes. Take a second to see how this goes. Uh, anyway, I loved that Lux sang. Oh, I loved it, and she sounded so good. Uh, you know, I like the words, even though you know they're all the, the generic. Like I'm amazing, um, but it was so good, and so I just I need to give those flowers to Lux. I agree. I wrote that down. I would love to get like a super cut of all the times the queens chose to sing instead of. Uh, do mm-hmm. a little rap because it yep. it elevates it so much. It I I always prefer it. Yeah, it pops like Roxy Andrews sang. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my god! And she was being surrounded by books, and Todrick was cheering, and I was cheering, and everyone was cheering. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously the winner of this episode is also my winner. Uh, with Sasha Colby. It, I mean, she looked out of this world, literally. Literally an alien, a little E.T. And the attitude, the way that she performed it, I was like, all right, you got to give it to Sasha Colby. Yeah, she put the T in E.T., you know. Mary, she did. Okay. She okay. Did. Yes. Um, and I, I, An I think extra transgender. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I feel like someone on Reddit pointed this out, but like the sort of Snoop Dogg energy that she had and the way Michelle oh, Mary, was like. yeah. Girl. She like. <laughs> Pulled back. She didn't. She like. She was like, "No, you have to lean in." I and again, I don't remember a word yeah. she said, but I, I do. Just, I didn't care. I just was like, "Sasha." Well, it made sense with her, you know, wanting to do the West Coast stoner 
kind of uh-huh. vibe. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like, oh, I see who you are. This is great. And she's in that so alien look. Oh, my God. Her she eyes, also looks yeah. like the who's the woman at the end of Ghostbusters? You know, the the that like that crystallized oh. woman. She kind of looked like her. The end of the original Ghostbusters. Yes, the original. Oh, the yes, the the, the Zool, the that woman at the end on the like roof. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. I, I was I, getting a little bit of that, which mm-hmm. I loved. Yeah. Um, and it's worth just saying the words because it's Sasha Colby. Bad bitch body. I don't come and play. Best believe when I step on the scene, shitty hoes just run away. Dream chaser, style maker, game changer, bank maker. Crack the code. Now y'all know. Sasha Colby, run this show. Ah. <laughs> ah. You gotta get that last beat in there. Ah. Um, I I can't say that I remember all of the words, but just while we're talking about Sasha's and semifinal, you know, musical challenges, I just need to remember that time that Sasha Valora climbed up from back from the back mm. of the stage. Uh-huh. That remains I again I don't remember all the words of what she said because I don't care it was just that like that beat of like the the camera kind of like moving to the left past peppermint and then there's Sasha uh-huh. climbing out from yep. the back of the stage I was like that is so like Gollum. Yeah. yes yeah god that was so cool um but anyway yeah no Sasha was was incredible in this absolutely one I I I feel like it's that Raven Simone moment where like if you zoom into my eyeball you can just hear like a an, Nitra going stepping on roaches walking ducks it's like stepping on roaches stomping stomping, stomping on, roaches on roaches and walking these ducks and making way on the runway Anitra about to pump and I'm like that didn't rhyme I twist I whip I dip hair flip and I heard Ross Matthews like echo hair flip in the back mm-hmm. and then she says smash that pie gloss that lip a total 10, your girl's a hit. And I'm like, all right, I wonder which which producer helped her write this. Mm. I just, I just want, I just want someone to just, I want someone to give me my Roxy Andrews moment. You know, I just want to remember the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. You know? Um. Uh, Mistress was fine. Uh, again, th- that was the one, that was the verse that felt, was number four for me. Because I was like, yeah. uh, this feels like a season, you know, 11 rap challenge. Very generic kind of yeah. like, it even ended with, now it's time for a big girl to win. Yeah, make room because a big girl's coming through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, Ginger said the same thing. Darian said the same thing. You uh-huh. said the same thing. And I, I've yeah. been hearing this. I've been hearing this. And I yeah. know one of these days an American big girl's going to win. But, yes. um, you know, anyway. once again, Drag Race Thailand just years ahead of everybody on girl, that one. Girl, it's just how <sighs> it goes. Now take a yeah. second to see how this goes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, gowns down to the floor. Mm. Well, uh, we get these final critiques. Um, you know, I I have nothing else really to add. Uh, here. So here is I had mentioned. You know, at the beginning of the episode, I had like a, a oh, feeling. Oh, I do on have Raw. a quote, but keep going. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I had a feeling on Ross. Um, so I feel like. I've often in earlier seasons have really enjoyed Ross as a judge. I I used to really like Ross's podcast, um, which ended. So I, so it's not like a you know no lost love, but I feel like this season he has been all sound bites and very performative, and it's like 
I felt like this episode when he said to Mistress, like, he's also fallen prey to being the butt of the joke, was like the first time we got like a mm. genuine Ross moment. I was like, oh, just be this. You don't have to do that whole like, what you did on this stage uh-huh. was, you know that thing where, you know, you get one of those those new mops that you see on a commercial while you're watching Drag Race, and then you spin it and you drop <laughs> it and you mop it like it's hot. That's what you did. That's you. <laughs> Like you don't have to do all of that. You're you're enough. You're enough, Ross. You look like Joan Crawford and Johnny Guitar. You're enough. I think he wants to do something else. I would not be surprised in the least if that spot got changed up. And you know what? Keep Carson. I do enjoy Carson a lot. I love Ross, and I want Ross to not be not be bored. And that's what it feels yeah, like. This maybe season. he's bored. Maybe he's bored. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the quote that I wanted to pick out again, like another thing for Sasha, I know the hard knocks and they've informed you how to meet life on life's terms. And I just feel like any chance Rue can get to do the armchair psychology or whatever it is, uh, is, is a good thing, right? She, I mean, she is, she just recognizes that Sasha is an elevated being. I, because this is the, you know, what would you say to your younger self moment? And mm. I had, I had a similar thought and then I saw someone posted on Reddit, basically the same point of view, which was very validating, was that like some of these speeches, it's like, you're speaking to a four-year-old. Stop saying like, you're going to have a really hard life. Stuff is going to be, it's going to be terrible. You're going to suffer. Like, I think that what Sasha did feels more of almost like what Rue's looking for is it's essentially an exercise in self-parenting. Mm-hmm. Like, really the right answer is saying, I love you. Yep. That's it. A queen could just say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And that would be all they'd need to say. And I know it's a whole pageant moment, but I just, I feel that every time they do this and it's like, I know what the, I know what's going on here. I know what this is on the show, but like that concept of like, what would you say to your younger self? I don't think I'd be like, well, your parents are going to get divorced when you're nine. <laughs> Cause I have to talk about it on the, on the runway. If I'm going to talk about it anywhere. You know? Of course. I mean, we've seen this segment 15 times. We over 15 times. We recognize the importance of this staple of drag race, right? Because it's really, it's really about the viewers, and it's a very powerful moment on, on television. Very powerful for you know the queer community. Um, I and I, I love it. I used to love it. Now I'm, I'm, I could leave the room and be like, oh, isn't that nice? Great. They have their moment. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. If they cut it, I would feel disappointed for the contestants. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's like they've cut the puppets challenge, uh-huh. uh, the mini challenge. They've also cut the like, why should you be America's Next Drag Superstar moment, which I don't mm. miss necessarily. Nope. Um, but I, I I feel like an alternative to this would be like, what would you say to like young queer people watching right now? You know, granted, some of them might not be much older than those people watching, but... <laughs> You know, there are or what would you say to like young queer kids right now if they were watching? What would you want them to know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I guess I I would probably be like, I don't envy you because it's only seeming to get worse. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah. It's really positive. Um, but I love you. I love you. I love you. We got to get that on the soundboard. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. get yourself into a dance class as soon as possible. There's always that stupid joke at the end, you know? Yeah, it's like, and learn how to sew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's always, like, tearfully make a joke at the end. I, yeah. To be honest, 
Anitra's was almost like the formula. Anitra's was the formula. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Isabel, I think Isabel started crying like right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there it was uh you know, hands on face. Yeah. I think uh if I would appreciate if they did the why should you be drag next drag superstar if it was answered like God, was it Katya or Alaska who did it? I think it was Alaska that kept the character. It was and Alaska. It was like, yeah, she's like, these bitches suck, and oh, it's so smart. Keep I was entertaining about us. That. Don't be genuine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, this is, it really doesn't matter what you say here, unless you're Kennedy goddamn Davenport and you say that you condone yourself a certain way. And it was you like, condone. oh, no. I condone myself, and that's how I condone myself. And I was like, you know oh, that, do, no. do you know, I, I feel like her renaissance is coming. That more and more people are talking about how she is fucking phenomenal. More and more people are looking back and recognizing, oh, shit. Kennedy goddamn Davenport is mm-hmm. fucking brilliant. More and more people are. More and more drag queens are starting to recognize it and say it out loud. It just needs to happen soon. That's all I'm saying. She's just so good. That <sighs> that end of the was it end of the line medley? End of the rainbow medley? Oh, oh yes. End of the road, yes. End of the road medley. Uh oh, I mean, uh like if you don't if, Every lip that, sync on drag race, except for the one that, you know, they wanted her to lose. Fancy. Uh, she has been brilliant. I yes. Anyway, we'll just needed to say that. Yeah. Um, we just we are tyrant condoning. apologists yes. and we right. are Kennedy goddamn Davenport condoners. appreciate condoners. condoners condoners exactly exactly yeah uh well Sasha wins she gets four wins doesn't mean anything uh she won the show will she win the finale you know doesn't matter I love that they brought the horn sound back but that was really funny um but Mary I gotta say when they announced this or actually when the ellipsing started playing I screamed give us a ballad. I love this song, Mary. I do too, but I was like, give us a ballad. They're in two, and I know there's no way to, I mean, but there's also, there's something about like, A, they're both in these big heavy gowns. Two, I feel like there is so much more, like if if this is meant to be like the last, you know, there's more gravitas to a ballad than a dance track at this stage of the competition. In my very subjective opinion. I agree. And it's also easier to have a double save with a ballad. Yeah. Um, you know, Anitra, I got to give her props for making a two-piece f- final look where she could take off the bottom. You know, that certainly helped her. But I also want to give it to Mistress for being like, no, I'm in a fucking gown. I'm not putting on two pieces. Mistress you know? was great. I thought Mistress, Mistress I mean, was great. Mistress was great. She, I feel like she, I mean, in terms of like finding the humor and the emotion and all that, like I, I think if they, if they were going to just go on this lip sync in some ways, Mistress kind of won. I don't know. I, I was, I was, I will say if I'm being honest, I was disappointed at the lip sync performance for this song, but I think that's because they were in these huge gowns. Yeah. And if they had a ballad. You know, if they had a ballad, then it wouldn't have mattered. You know, uh, it would have been perfect. You know, I just I, I got to give it to Canada. And I know it's on the final episode, but when they bring out those Celine lip syncs, I'm like, mm. yes, yes. I get it. Does Spain did the same thing. 
Oh, God. Yes. Spain. Yep. Spain. Spain did the same thing. Um, and, you, you know, I don't know. Uh, All Stars 3 had Wrecking Ball. I mean, it's a power ballad. But oh, still. yeah. Oh, that was a great final lip sync. I yeah. love that one. Yeah. yeah. All Stars 2, I think, had a ballad, too. Yep, that was and again these were like the finale final songs. Yeah, final. But just the idea of like when you get to the end, I just think there's there's I don't want any tricks. Yeah, I don't want any yeah, tricks. Yeah, I don't want any tricks. Just yeah. want your face. Just keep the camera still. Yeah, I I didn't love that Anitra was like, "Oh, I'm going to take this off and then, you know, do some things and do the the duck walking." I'm like, "Again?" Okay. I know I was like at this point I was like, "I you know, spare the duck. You know what I mean? I don't know. The duck already spare went. Spare the toes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, double save. Uh, glad it was a double save and knew it was going to be one. So, yeah, I guess, you know, RuPaul had to break that promise to herself. You know, uh, I, I, you had sent this, but I had written this down that when RuPaul <laughs> does the like, are you team Anitra, team mistress? The only thing I ever Holy. or will ever think of ever is Mohart <laughs> in was it UK versus the world or yes. all stars? It was UK, UK versus, versus the world. world. Uh, Mary, I will say this. So I, I made Mary's that want to hear. Uh, I guess you could post it on Instagram, I guess. I'll post it. Yeah. OK. Um, so it's Mohart uh, on UK versus the world. But what I found when I rewatched it and I was, you know, making it. Jujubes is equally as funny. It's just she's more aware. She does oh, this like yeah. thing, like like she's a little cat or something. Uh-huh. Um, but and I was like, should I keep this in? I'm like, no, because I don't think about Jujubes. I think about Mohart's looking, uh, pointing up, and then kissing. Uh, anyway, that's the and only like thing I will starting... ever think about. Yes, and she's like sort of saying like, "I oh, love you." Mm. I love you, but it's just like <laughs> muted, you know. It's just a little garble. It's, 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 a, it's yeah. so weird. I will definitely post it on Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for each one, I'm like, nope, no, none the of them only... are living up to Mohart. Yeah, yeah, there will never be. It will. Oh, it, it, that's it. That's <laughs> the gold is, standard. There is no anyone. There's only Zool. It's exactly. It's There's just, only Mo. Yeah, yeah, no Dana. Only Mo. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I think it's fair to say, uh, BSA of the episode. I mean, of course I'm going to give it to Sasha Colby. Oh, Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. I was going to say, is it, is it, uh, Michelle, but you're saying it's Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Shit. Yeah. I, I think that ultimately I, I struggled because I was like RuPaul gave me some great moments. RuPaul saying Cicely Tyson high school was a joy. But I think once Sasha Colby gave me that Snoop Dogg moment in the video, I was like, okay, oh, well, you just got to you got to give it to her, Biella. You know, I just love her. I just love him. And I don't mean to misgender her, but because uh, I'm quoting. It's something. a quote. Just it's, so yeah, we, don't, and we actually <laughs> we don't actually know what that quote is from. No, we don't know what it's from. We don't know what it's from. One of my one of our Marys called me out once for making a quote. Uh, there, I, she was joking. I think when she called me out, but uh, use the boys, they're men, right? And uh, that's the quote, right? That's the quote. That's the <laughs> quote from season one. Cast. Yeah, anyway. No, that's from the Mac of the Glam Challenge. Use the boys, they're men. Yes. It's Nina Flowers. Um, 
but I, in terms of this, I just love him. I, just I mean, this love is the him. what was the what was the the mystery quote that we had everyone on Wild Goose? It was about, I, uh, saw I saw you. you. I yes. saw you. So the sibling to I saw you is I just love him. I just love him. My theory. I have to double check. I feel like my closest guess is that it's Celia Weston in How, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. It might be, but to be honest with you, I think it is Molly in Showgirls when she's just like, you know, Andrew Carver, and she's like, well, if that's the name on the card, that's who sent it. And then Molly goes, I just love him, and I think it's a, it's like. Uh, this weird version of her saying, yeah. I just love him. And I just turned it into this like Southern thing. So I the weird just thing love is, him. Like, I don't know that quote, but I feel like I also like have, um, I also, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I know that quote, but it's not that. So it's, you know what I'm saying? Where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not also thinking of that. So where are we both coming from? We're coming from right. different places. There's someone quote. somewhere else. I just love him. It's I just love else. him. Yeah, and it's like H-Y-I-M. I just yes. love him. Or him. H-I-Y-M. Yeah. Him. Him. I just love him. That's right. Anyway, yeah. uh, put it on a tote bag, Mary. I just love him. I just love him. <laughs> well, I, you know, this our only Marys know this, but How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days has really become a reference point for us again. Oh um, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's not diet. Yeah. It's not it's diet. Not diet. Ben, I'm so thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) It's not hot. Ben, I'm so horny. I'm so horny. (laughs) I'm so horny. It's not hot. Please. (laughs) Please. I'm so horny. I I would literally (laughs) recap that movie again. (laughs) I love that movie. I love that movie. I've loved that movie forever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's another thing where, like, for the rest of my life, I will always think of B.B. Newworth with her hands doing yeah. the title, How to Lose a Guy in 10, in ten days. days. Yes. And I did the hand no. while yes, I did it. of course. Yeah, yeah no, B.B. Newworth is fabulous in that movie. Uh, Bradley Cooper's fabulous in that movie. Oh, no, wait. Is he in it? Matthew no. McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Um, Bradley Cooper is in Failure to Launch. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, no, that's also Matthew McConaughey. Failure to no, Launch but no, no, he's, he, Parker? But he plays a friend. And I think it's failure to launch. He plays like he's the B. Oh, he's the goofy he, friend. He is in it. Oh my Thank goodness! You. Well, that's Thank not a movie you. that's I really know. in my. Well, it, well, when you say he's in, I think of like, oh, he's oh, the guy. He's the guy. In it. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. Well, how to yeah. lose a guy and how to lose Bradley Cooper in ten days? Yeah, uh, how to find Bradley Cooper in in a failed movie? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, how to lose a guy in ten days is one of those movies. It's like Twenty Seven Dresses. The more you watch it, you're like. Oh, this is fabulous. And that's a movie that I don't think I've even seen in full. <gasps> oh, my God. I love him. I just love him. I love him so much, Mary. 27 uh, Dresses. I mean, I know about Katie Heigl. Scott Summers. Scott Summers. Um, James Marsden. James Marsden. Yeah. Oh, I love I James love Marsden. Oh, I just oh, love Judy him. Greer's and Malin in Acker- it. Yes, Judy Greer is fabulous in it. And Malin Ackerman is in it from The Company. Yep. Maybe She's I great. have seen it and I don't remember it as much. Anyway, I obviously need to revisit 27 Dresses um, from 2008. Maybe we'll talk about this on Nuance, but I was having a thought earlier about just how ridiculous the early 2000s were. Like everything before like 2010 was just so yes. dumb. Yes. The Wedding Planner, Mary. Mm-hmm. Everything. Ugh. Fashion, music, everything mm-hmm. was so dumb back then. <laughs> uh, and fabulous. And fabulous. 
Oh God! Just like wildly, so blithely unaware of itself, and I—that's yes. what I also loved about it. Like the Christina, the Britney, the boy bands, TRL. Uh, those are you know late late nineties, early two thousands, and then you get into like two thousand and six, and you're like, what is going on? We have no yeah. idea what we're doing anymore. This is ridiculous. Like we've actually gone downhill Fergie? from nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the talk about failure to launch. I really think we had a cultural peak in 1999, and then we, I mean, maybe it was 9 11, but we just dropped off in the 2000s. Something happened. Von uh, Dutch hats. Failure, failure Ugg to, boots. Oh, oh, Ugg boots. Failure to launch Crocs. Failure to launch is Kathy Bates is in that movie. What the fuck I is know. Kathy Bates doing in that movie? It is so bad, but I wonder if it's so bad it's good. Because that um, the Katy Perry woman is in it, Zoe Deschanel. Yes, Zo- Zoe Deschanel is in it. There's like this weird B storyline in that movie. Oh, it's so weird. And Sarah Jessica Parker is a joy in everything, but it, like she can't make up for that movie. I think I started to watch it at one point, and I was like, "This does not bring me joy." <laughs> so I don't it's love failure it. Failure to launch. Do you know what the premise of the movie is? Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, I can see it in front of me now, but it's like this like guy in his 30s who just like never got his never, never launched and he's still living in his parents basement. Yes. And like they hire this woman to date their sons to motivate him to get his life together. But the problem with uh, Bradley Cooper with Matthew McConaughey is there's a reason why he hasn't launched. And it's because. I don't care about spoilers. It's because... Is it depression? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's because of... Natasha Colby. Natasha Colby. Shit. Um, (laughs) Shit. No, it's because his his wife died. Oh. Or his girlfriend died or something, and he has a kid with her. These are like the things that she finds out. Isn't that what happened in Silver Linings playbooks? Mm. Didn't he have a dead wife too? That he's no, she's alive. She's very much alive. Oh, okay. That you know that movie. uh, That'd be fun. That'd be fun to revisit. I feel Silver Linings playbooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I remember Jennifer Lawrence has this one scene in it where she just. I was like, this is where you won the Oscar. Uh Like. And she she like gets mad and she's like you humiliated me. Yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. She has that. It's in the diner. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. You know who I hated in that movie was God. It's not Christensen. Uh, it's Julia Stiles. Is oh, Julia movie. Stiles. And I didn't I love her in that movie. Yeah, but I love Jackie Weaver in it. Who? Uh, the mother, Jackie Weaver, but she's Australian, so I have to say Jackie Jackie Weaver. Oh, that's a really great Australian accent, Colin. Thank you. I practiced all through Down Under season one, and not so much in season two. Um, yeah, no, that movie kind of takes a turn because they, they do the whole dance thing. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun to revisit. I feel like it's like a it's like a movie for straight people that I'm going to check uh-huh, out. The way yeah. like, straight people watch a gay thing, I'm going to like watch a straight thing. Yeah, you know? no, that it is a straight thing. I did I did really like it, but that's because I think Bradley Cooper is... Just so sexy. 
Um, You just love him. I just love him. Anyway, Marys, we have gone on a tangent. You know who the BSA is. If you have any thoughts on Silver Linings Playbooks or How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or, hell, the semifinal episode, Blame It on the Edit Rumix, you can reach out to us at AllRightMaryPod on Instagram. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com. And if you want... I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can find more of me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, where we queen out on best supporting actresses like Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby, to Donna, to Donna, shit. Oh, you can also find more of me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore, and you can get more of both of us on Patreon, including Nuance, the R.A. Mary After Show, and the Only Mary's episodes where we get real deep and uh, really, you know, we, we, we dig in way deeper than our feelings on Failure to Launch. Um, um, but that's all at patreon.com slash all right Mary. All right, Mary. I we should pick a Snoop Dogg song, but I didn't. Right. I I picked Katy Perry's E. T. because of the aliens. Yeah, yeah, because she is extra transrestrial. Yes, there it is. Yeah. Well, we I am Team Sasha and I'm also team everybody. And we'll see what happens in two weeks. But next week is the reunion, which I think will be hopefully pretty awesome because of Irene in the room. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Uh, We'll get a little bit of Lucy versus Lux. I don't know. I think it's all on Lucy's shoulders. I really do. Oh, really? I I do. I think it's all going to rest on on those those Laduca shoulders to carry that reunion. (laughs) All right, Mary. Uh, well, thanks again for listening, Marys, and we will see you next time. Tati! So, so hypnotizing.